0: Welcome to That Tattoo Show, hosted by me, Paul Talbot and Chris Harrison. Each month we sit down and discuss current tattoo topics, including how the internet, social media, and technology in general have changed the challenges facing the modern day tattooists in an informal, down to earth way that's aimed at artists of all levels and abilities. That tattoo show is made possible with the support of Electrum Supply. Head over to www.electrumsupply.com and pick up some industry leading tattoo products for your next tattoo.
1: What's happening, guys? My name is Chris. My name's Paul. And welcome to another episode of That I Show. And in today's episode, Paul is going to be talking to me about...
0: How I was right. Well, I'm not often wrong. And Chris has finally accepted the wisdom of the way... That Qui-Gon Gonjin does things and uh, as my Padawan learner. He's nearer and nearer to the trials every day. What you done since you chatting about now? Chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talking shit. During the course of making this show over the last couple of years, me and Chris have off camera we've shared a, a lot of like the details of our processes and why we do things certain ways and how I use a lot of technology to make, you know to make up for the fact that we've only got a very small team. And we let the computers do what they're really good at, you know, and and they do a lot of the heavy lifting for us with, with a lot of the admin and all that sort of stuff. Chris has recently adopted, you know, sort of in his own way, he's adopted some of the things that I do. He's obviously taken the idea and done what I think everybody should do with it. He's adapted it to suit him. And it's working out really good for him, and he sees the the logic of what I was trying to get across. And because he's excited about it, he wants to share it with you, and hopefully convince you guys that more of you should be doing some of it the way I do it.
1: Oh, so we're not talking about
0: charging for artwork, then, are we? Yeah, we are. That's what you just said. You you, you taking? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Confused the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, is this the same episode? I was like <gasps> <gasps> I'm
1: I'm confused
0: But yes. No, madam, I did not shave your cat. I
1: actually got accused of doing that when I was a child. I know. The story is, we had a crazy cat lady living behind us when I was growing up, and her cats were fighting in my garden, like, middle of the night. You could just hear the fucking... Proper kicking off. Next morning, you go out, there's, like, fur and blood everywhere. Like, it was like, you know, the gladiator's gauntlet of cats. They just destroyed each other. And then, you know, midday comes along, and this crazy cat lady comes running around the house... On the door, and all you can hear is like your son shaved my
0: cats. They've got fucking cats all over. It. There's blood everywhere. And it's like nah, they were fighting in the garden. No, madam, I didn't shave your cat. cats. Now there's a t-shirt. If ever I've uh, if ever I've seen one, <laughs> we've got some merch coming. Yes, more about that in a future episode. Mainly because I haven't done the designs yet. Exactly, Chris. Yo. You you uh, were recently adopted some of the uh, working practices. That I've got, and one of them, which is the, you know, going to be the bulk of this conversation, because it's a little, I think, I get the feeling in the world of tattooing, this is kind of a contentious issue that a lot of people are either for or against. Basically, I charge my clients for the process of making their artwork for them.
1: I haven't leaned onto that one yet. I am kind of tying with the idea of it for future clients. Um, But yeah, I, I, I see the logic behind it because obviously you've come from a graphic design industry and you you don't draw for free. My partner, she doesn't work for free. She's an illustrator. And as tattooists, like what you've said, you explained it perfectly. It's like, it used to be, you go into a tattoo shop, you see the design on the wall, you pick it, you make the stencil, you do the tattoo. And the price you pay is the price of the tattoo. The problem that you've got, and like we try, like I, I explained it perfectly to Nippers client today because he was like talking about like, oh, how much time we know, how little we work. And I, I, I said to him, I said, it's like, you know, we tattoo during the day, but we're drawing during the night. We, we spend a lot of time away from our families because we have to draw designs. And I said, if I was to bill you for every single hour that i've spent designing your tattoo making the stencil doing all the research including like you know what i pay for uh reference images like using shutterstock and things like that i said your day rate should be like seven eight hundred quid but you're only paying 350 quid a day well my prices are going to be going up but at the minute the shop prices are 350 a day but then the idea then of like charging for the time that you spend on designing the tattoo, I understand that, and I get it because like the way I do know if somebody comes into me and goes, "Can you design me a tattoo?" I'll be like, "Well, what do you want? We'll discuss the idea, the concept, and what I tend to do is because it's included in the price, I will only design as I go. I won't. I will not sit down and design an entire a sleeve or a leg sleeve." because I'm not getting paid for it and I'm not going to sit there every day and work on, like, multiple sleeve designs if I'm not getting paid. Yeah. So, like, I get it. You know, the, the, the more people are doing custom work, you know, you're having to spend more time away from your family. Your day rate is not for the six hours you're tattooing or whatever or the five or the eight. You know, it's it's your day rate is then for... It's a te- so you basically pay for ten hours depending per day. 'Cause like I'll I'll tattoo all day, I'll finish work, I'll drive home, that takes me an hour, and then I'll see my daughter and my family for a little bit
0: and then I'm drawing till one o'clock in the morning. Every day. I think that's unsub- unsustainable, to be honest with you. I think it's it's really hard to maintain it's it's not unsustainable if you don't do anything else. But if you've got if you're gonna have any kind of a life outside of this and not suffer from another thing like burnout, because this is how burnout happens, if you're gonna do that you have to be able to work when you're working and be off when you're not working, right? And the other thing that I don't like about that, the, the kind of situation that, that a lot of people do, because of the culture of tattooing, you know, you pick it off the wall, the price is written on it, and that's the price you pay. What a lot of people have done when it comes to day rates, knowing that it's going to take them, you know, upwards of, a, of three or four hours to, to design a complete sleeve, they build the price into the hourly rate of tattooing, right? Now that to me is a bit like VAT. You know, <laughs> it's it's like a hidden charge, right, that you don't know about.
1: Yeah. But this is the thing though. I have um tested the waters and discussed it with certain clients and, you know, the amount of people that some people will be like, I'd rather not pay for my design. They don't
0: get why they should pay you to design their tattoo. Well, see what what I say to those clients is that's absolutely fine. Um, you can come to me and get a tattoo where you don't pay for the design, but I'm not des- doing a design for you to your spec. You can buy something from my book of designs that I've got ready to go. And you can just say, I'll take that one. It doesn't cost them any money. There it is. And you can pick it when you arrive at the studio. And I've got clients that are perfectly happy to do that because yeah, we're living now in an era where money's getting a little bit tighter and people are looking to save money whatever they can. Yeah, And so I, I offer clients that option. I'm like, if you really don't want to spend the money, then, then fine. But you're going to have to take a design that... I've already done, and I've got ready, waiting to go, right? Yeah,
1: but I I think, though, it is a little bit different with you because you do a specific style of tattooing. You know, like, I do cover-ups. I do loads of different styles of tattooing in the shop. You know, we we get so many different requests.
0: It's not even the style that people come to me for. It's They come for a piece of Paul Talbot artwork on their skin. But some people want Paul Talbot to draw rocketeers and spaceships and some people go i don't care what you draw as long as it's a piece of your artwork yeah you know and in reality you know if it's a piece of my artwork it's going to be a woman's face a flower some text and some patterns splats no background i mean it's <laughs> going to all include that kind of visual language that is that that makes my artwork look the way it does right yeah yeah yeah. No, i get that and so I'm in a, I guess, not really a unique position, but I'm I'm in a position where I can use that to my advantage and go, because a lot, this is the other problem that you have. The client contacts you, right? And says, I want to get a sleeve done. I want, I don't know, fucking Hades and Valhalla and all that, and you spend hours and hours designing it, and then you send it over to them, and they go, great, thanks very much, and they go to Dave up the road and get it tattooed for 100 quid. Well, yeah, so that's where... So a lot of artists then responded by going, I won't send artwork in advance of the session, and I was one of those artists, right, because you just, you just get your artwork stolen. Yeah. The problem with that is that's enormously stressful... Not only for the clients who doesn't know if they're going to walk in, and this is the first day ever that I've decided to do a duck in a wheelchair, yeah, or some bullshit like that, and they're going to be the only person with a shit Paul Talbot tattoo or something like you know, um, apart from my mates who've got all like lots of shit tattoos by me uh, because I practiced on them.
1: Can I can I ask you a question then? Let
0: me just finish that section because I'll I'll forget if I don't. right? do Yeah, it is. <laughs> the other thing that we we always think about. Oh, it's stressful for the clients. But what you don't allow for is it's incredibly stressful for yourself Yeah. when you've got a client coming in, you've drawn something that they've not seen, and they could bail on you today. You don't know if the tattoo's going to happen until you're sitting down doing it. And so every morning you're kind of fucking anxious about is it going to be okay, is is he going to hate it, are we going to have to have that difficult conversation? Yeah, I just... For me, I did it for a few years and I was just like, this is fucking horrible. I just felt anxious all morning until the client gets there and then there's a huge sigh of relief. Why don't I just send them the artwork? So then I decided to, first of all, reduce my hourly rate. Yeah. So I took out the hidden charges for the artwork and I charged for it separately. Now when you walk through my process, you basically pay a deposit for your tattoo appointments and your first appointment is a three-hour consultation slash design session
1: that's what i was about to ask you then so what i was going to say is like obviously when it comes to booking in the tattoo is the artwork fee kind of class as a deposit or is it a separate deposit
0: do you mean i do it like you've come in and had three hours of tattooing it's basically done like that it's booked in the diary exactly the same way as if it was a three-hour tattoo session and normally it's a an hour-long zoom call where I, I basically, I asked the, the the client a lot of questions about how does how do you see this, how do you see that, what colours do you like, you know, what kind of thing. Yeah. Can you send me some of my tattoos that you like, send me a couple of my tattoos that you don't like so I know the things to avoid. I say goodbye to them and then I spend the rest of the, the time period, I actually spend a, a lot more time than I charge them for, but three hours kind of, I, I think of it like swings and roundabouts, right? You know, if if a sleeve, if one sleeve takes me eight hours to design, then I'll get that back on the sleeve that took me 45 minutes. Because you know yourself, some sleeves just fucking design yeah. themselves, you know what I mean? And others are like breech births, man. They, they just, they hurt you, you know what I mean? It's just one of them things, you know?
1: When you're, when you're designing a sleeve, do you look at it on a, like obviously if someone's paying you to design a sleeve, like I have a policy now, if I'm designing a tattoo, like i just basically say to people it's like i have been doing this for so long now i know what's going to work and what's not going to work so give me your idea and i will give you what i believe as a professional tattooist is the best option for you in regards to size detail how well it will age and uh, i tend to kind of especially when it's cover-ups if it's a cover-up it's you get what i say and if they say, "Oh, can you try something different?" I, 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 I'm like, "No," because that's not going to work. I've given you what is going to work. So, like, obviously, if someone's paying you for the artwork, do you have like a, okay, well, I'll, I'll rejig this, I'll rejig that. You get three strikes or three amendments. If you wanted me to change it anymore,
0: you got to pay extra. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I tend to do, I tend to do three rounds of amendments if necessary. Um, I think, again, I'm in a, a slightly unique position because, you know, they're coming for me to do the, the fucking nutty shit that I do anyway. So they do, ex- they, they are expecting that, you know, when they give me that picture of their nan and I send it back to them as part of the sleeve, she's going to have, like, a triangle over her eye and a load of fucking writing around and nobody freaks out about that sort of stuff. Um, I, I I do get... Because I tattoo a lot of first-timers, right? So um, there's a lot of people like that have seen tattooing love the idea of having a tattoo but just don't like the iconography of tattooing and then when they see my work they go oh no that speaks to the kind of stuff that I like yeah First timers, as you know, they all tend to micromanage a little bit, you know. So they go, "Oh, let's can we see this?" and they struggle to see the vision of it and everything. Yeah. You know, I do the 3D thing, like I've told you about. You know, we were talking about that the other week, and you know, so I, you know, I send them like a 3D render. An idea. Yeah. So they got an idea about moves, and then there's little silly things. Like I had one the other the other week. I'm working on a retro futurism sleeve at the moment, and the guy really wants to use something like the Rocketeer. Yeah. And I said to him, the problem that I can see with the Rocketeer in the style of work that I do is that when I take out a lot of the detail and the colour from an image, if it's a flat, smooth thing, it's just a big fucking area of skin with nothing in it. like Yeah, there's nothing in it. A space helmet, right? Well, as a piece of realism... There's there's all kinds of reflections in the glass and all that sort of stuff. Well, in my style, it's, it's just somebody's weird, face in a circle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And certain yeah. things don't work, and I have to I have to explain to them. Look, and a bit like what you're saying, it's like, look, I, this is my style of doing things. I know that that won't work, and what we need to do is find that.
1: What I'm saying is, like, if, if, if you have to do amendments, is there, like, look, you pay 300 quid for consultation with me, and I'll design your tattoo. So, basically, what you're paying for is 300 quid for your tattoo to be designed. That's your artwork. You get to keep it. Uh, but if you were an illustrator or graphic designer, you'd be like, this is what my fee is. You get three amendments, and if you want any more amendments after the third one and and you you go on and the reason why i ask this is because like i can't remember where if it was in our shop or where where i heard it is somebody said recently that they were going to get a tattoo by somebody that we both know and um they turned around and said well it's 200 quid deposit booking fee uh, booking fee slash artwork fee is like two to three hundred quid for example right they give him a brief of the design they said this is what i want i want it to look like this 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 and this the person Gave them a design which was nothing like what they wanted, a completely different topic, completely different subject matter, and they were like, "That's not what I asked for."
0: And then they turned around and said, "Oh well, if you want me to design something else, it's going to cost you another two, three hundred quid." Well, I mean, I, I think that's just somebody not following the brief. That's just somebody not just not following the brief, isn't it? You know, I mean, like you, if you take a brief from a client, you have a duty. To at least try to answer the brief, you know, like if I can't answer the brief creatively, I won't take the job. Or oh, do you do you discuss it with them and see like Rowan, a bit of you? Well, of yeah, this, because what I'm what I'm trying to do is right. I, I try and get it off email and text as quickly as possible, and get two people talking face to face because something that takes fucking fifteen emails can be done in five minutes over a cup of coffee, you know. So I try and talk face to face with people all the time. So, I mean, I will uh, completely redesign the sleeve. What like once? if I have to. That's happened to me recently where the guy gave me a load of stuff. I put it all together. I answered the brief. He came back to me and said, I, I recognise that you've answered the brief, uh, but what I've realised is the stuff that I've asked you to put in doesn't work. Um, I would like you to like get rid of all of that now and answer the brief with only this sentence. And he reduced it himself. Is that going to be OK? And I said to him, yeah, sure, I'll do it. right?" Because he's a first-timer. I said, I'll redesign it. If you hate this one as well, we need to have another conversation because clearly we're we're misfiring here. In the case of amendments, what I tend to do is um, I'll do, like with with the Rocketeer sleeve, for instance, like I've probably put three different images for the top part of the arm. We've used about three. I I suggested the first image. Client wasn't so keen on that one, even though he he did realise it was the perfect image, but he was like, I'm just uncomfortable with it because it was a bit fucking out there. We tried the Rocketeer and I really tried that for him, knowing it wouldn't work, so I could show it to him. So I've, I've shown willing, right? I've told you yeah, it wouldn't yeah. work, but I've done it anyway and I know it won't work. So then I got him, then he went away and had to look for some other images. And uh, he sent me one that I think works fucking brilliantly. So I've sent him that today. If he was to come back and say, I've found these nine images, I'd like to see these in the sleeve, uh, what I would say to him is, that's no problem. Uh, I'll, I'll do it with you in the room at the beginning of your next session. Right. So because when I feel like there's a communication breakdown happening, I always think it's better to go, instead of me sitting here doing this, partly when I'm not getting paid and also maybe like not for any good reason, again, when you get two people in a room together and I can literally show it to him, I just process the image really quickly and go, look, that's why it doesn't work, mate. And you're like, oh, see, I see what you're saying. I've
1: had that, yeah. I've I've had that recently with a Star Wars chess piece, and I had like these. They they kind of give me a brief and like. My idea was like far out neon because They wanted like a cyberpunk Star Wars chess piece. Yeah, yeah. And I, had, I had all these cool ideas and I was just like, am I going too far outside so the brief with it? And then when they come in, we just sat down and we just designed, we looked through all, because I just got all the images that I found and uh, we, we basically designed it together. And I was like, that is awesome. Doing it that way felt really cool.
0: Yeah, I like having the, I mean, I like having the client there, you know what I mean? And design it with them. Um, I think that doing it this way works really well because they get to see some stuff in advance. So quite often, because they're first-timers, they're quite nervous. Sometimes even, you know, they're just nervous getting this style of tattoo. So it's nice to show them this is my intent. And then having them in the room and being human as quickly as possible has been the key for it for me. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I haven't had anybody query the, the charge because we don't do it as a separate charge it's not like we go we want 300 quid deposit for the tattoo and now we want um we want another 300 quid for the artwork it's just literally a session fee it's a half day session instead of a full day session yeah you know i think my light might have gone a bit dark did my light go dark wait a second yeah it's all there. that's better i think that's probably it's probably back to the full brightness we've probably been talking in the dark for about 10 minutes never mind we're back Uh, back in the room.
1: So yeah, so yeah, I I think with me like charging for artwork, uh, dependent on I think you'll have to be like dependent on what it is and you know if someone's happy for me to just to go with the flow and do my own thing, then I'll just do that. But if somebody's being really specific and they want to see it, then I'll just be like, look, if I'm designing something custom for you, that you got to pay.
0: I've I've never had a client query that you know I've had some clients their budget. Doesn't stretch. And I'm like, okay, that's no problem. I've got a I've got a book full of artwork that you can pick on the day. No problem. You can just pick it like you would pick Flash and they're all done in my style. They're basically images that I've found and for whatever reason they've excited me enough to make a piece of artwork and they're just sitting in a pile ready to go.
1: Because yeah. this is a, sorry to you, this is a conversation that is happening online where people are kind of going, like, where is everybody finding the balance? Because this is what it's all about. It's about finding that balance between family time and work time because like, like you're charging for a day session but then you have to work in the night and, and ideally you want to get it all done in one and like one of my mates Craig Wilson he is like he, he's always done this he's like I do not design anything outside of work hours he said I come into work early in the morning and I design the tattoo for that
0: day in the morning before I start and then I tattoo and I go home and that's it I mean, my simple answer to somebody... Like, if if somebody was was to query that, I'd be like, what do you do for a living? I'm a plumber. Do you do plumbing at night when you go home? No. Well, there you go. I don't do fucking tattoo designs when I go home. I'm a tattooist. I I work in the office, and that's that. Yeah. Uh, When I go home, I want to sit like everybody else does. I want to have my evening meal, and I want to sit and watch a fucking movie and cuddle my wife on the couch for a couple of hours before I go to bed, you know what I mean? I mean, that's just what I do. But it's also, I don't work five days a week tattooing. I I allocate time for making designs, you know. So they're part of my... Working weekly. Wednesday and Thursday are days when I'll do Zoom calls, um, I'll do design work, I'll do, you know, stuff I've got to do for the tattoo show. You know, all that kind of stuff happens two days a week because this is the other thing that you'll find, like, as you're learning to tattoo and then you become a professional tattooist, like, you can't tattoo every single day because you've got a business to run. You know, now I've got multiple businesses to run, multiple projects that are going on all the time. Yeah. And so you have to accept that, like, actually those those tattoo sessions, are, are, have got to, there's got to be an amount, you know, that we can work out. So we worked out what's good for my head because, it's in, you know, it's in, incredibly important that you are fucking present for the entire tattoo. So you need to be in the moment for six hours. It's knackering, especially when you're first starting out, starting to do full-day sessions. You go home and you just him fall asleep straight away because he's just so mentally toiling, right? Oh, you're yeah, fucked, up. So I, I've just got my week configured now into what I think is a sweet spot. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I do tattoos. Yeah. The rest of the week, I'm either working on some tattoo show stuff, working on some graphic design stuff, or I'm doing Zoom calls. And that's it. And Monday and Tuesday, I'm playing my fucking guitar. Nice. And PlayStation games, playing Watch Dogs Legion at the moment. It's fucking great. You know, I'm I'm hacking London. Wee. In the spirit of one of the conversations we've, we've had probably last week... Um, I'm not saying that this is the gospel, according to Paul, and that this is the only way to do it. There are multiple ways that you can do it. However you achieve balance in this is, up, is completely up to you. This is how I achieve balance with my lifestyle, my family, my team of people. This works in my world. Yeah. You know, It might not work at all in your world, right? And so you might have to figure something else out. But I do think, I think we expect our clients... To, to treat us more bad, more poorly than they actually do. I think most of my, my experience of the clients is they're very understanding of that. It's like, if you want me to draw a custom piece of artwork for you and you want to see it in advance of the session, I'm going to charge you for that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I know. That's fine. You know, like, it's fine. Paul, I can't really stretch the budget for it. Okay. Do you want a piece of my artwork? Yeah. Are you happy to pick from loads of pieces of my artwork? Like, yeah. Like I say to people... If I said to you you can pick anything off my Instagram and you can have another version of that would that be would, would you be happy with that and they go yeah I'm like okay well it won't be one of them because I've already done them but I've got loads that are like just like that yeah. but a different elements you can pick one of them on the day. I have as, as many clients go for a custom piece as go for, you know, the the, the the kind of free reign idea, if you like, you know. I think as long as you offer people options and more importantly, as long as you're transparent with people and you tell them, this is how I do it, this is what I do. I mean, it was only really in the early days when, when people would say to me, well, so-and-so doesn't work that way. And I'm like, well, go to fucking him then. That's what I'm gonna have to start doing like uh, this, is, this is fucking how I work. And if you don't like it, because off. I can't work <laughs> the way some the way somebody else wants me to, because I've got to reconfigure my whole fucking life. We we had
1: it recently. Like somebody emailed the shop, and they were like, oh, I want this piece then. And uh, and we give them a price, and they were like, oh, well, I had this tattoo done on my leg, and it only took three and a half hours, and they only paid this much money for it. And then, like we We handled it really well, I would have handled it differently, but you know it was just a case of like, well, I'm really sorry, but you know we would have spent more time working on that ourselves, so it would have had more detail Anyway, this this this. if you want to have a tattoo done in three and a half hours, go back
0: to that person yeah it's exactly it. I think you know I, I think you know you're working with the public, and each generation uh, the public change, and you get different sets of problems where yeah. you get you, you know you do get people that go. You know, if, if it can be done like that, then why can't you do it like that? And I always use the example of like, that's like walking into a Mercedes Benz garage and demanding that they sell you a car in exactly the same way that Porsche treated you. And it's yeah. like, you're not in a Porsche garage, you're in a fucking Mercedes Benz garage. I think
1: um, people need to, re- every now and then, people need to remember that tattooing is a luxury, not an entitlement. It's a luxury item,
0: it's a luxury purchase. You know, you're working with people. In all honesty, I think some people need to remember that they're not the only fucking person on planet Earth. And, you know, as hard as it may be to accept, nobody actually fucking cares about what you think. Nobody cares about what I think. Well, that's a topic for another video. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this conversation has ended up being
1: longer, and I feel like this could be a two-part conversation. So in part two, which will be out later on in another month... uh, We'll discuss the short form side of things, which I think is an awesome new way to manage it because, like at the minute, like I've got people messaging me on Instagram, Facebook, emails, my private email, the shop email, and like I am like I am like don't DM me. And Paul showed me this awesome thing. Like we use drop form for our um, our consent forms anyway. but Paul's like, you know, you can like set this up, have people do a tattoo request form. It links to your Dropbox, and I'm like, wow. So now, like every time somebody messages me, I'm like there you go click this link i'm taking bookings again on the 1st of august fill it all in if you fill it all in i will get back to you on the 1st of august and we'll arrange your appointment so we'll discuss that because i think it's awesome if you're using it well done if you're not using it we'll go through it and tell you about it because i i it's, it's definitely uh, alleviated a lot of stress because now i just kind of go is it, there's none of that like awkward back and forth like hi i'd like a tattoo.
0: Okay, can you be a bit more specific? Yes, medium size on my arm, please. My favorite one I've ever heard. What size would you like your tattoo? Size of a piece of ham. Yeah, doing, but we
1: we'll, like that. That whole form has just streamlined it, because it's yeah, it's awesome. But we will go into that in another video. So just keep in mind, this is
0: you know because this this went on. It is good shit. This has been the gospel according to Paul. It does make sense though, doesn't it? When you when you just wade into it, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah. And it does ultimately takes a lot of stress out. Hundred
1: percent because like. Like I'm not having to answer emails now all night every now. I just know now that I can just be like, click the link. I'm trying to get Reese and Nipper to do it. So I don't know. Is it easy to copy and paste
0: the template? Yeah, pretty much. You can just copy copy the template and send it send it over. I think I think you can do it. I'm trying to get them to do it because then all it means is as a shop we can just send it out like. Oh deal. It's absolutely oh deal. Uh, And with that, this has been that tattoo show. I hope we've. imparted a little bit of wisdom, giving you an idea of how you can run your tattooing business and maybe give you an idea for working with clients. And um, my my overriding tip would be, be human with the humans, you know, as much as D-B-A-C. you possibly can. and Yeah, and of course, D-B-A-C, right? And so I've been Paul. And I've been Chris. And we'll see you next week, guys. Take care. Don't forget, like, subscribe. Comment. And if you comment... Don't be a... G- <laughs> 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 All right, and we'll see you soon. Take care, guys. ta